0: let's talk this morning about a story that is generating a lot of discussion and a lot of attention on our websites, which, by the way, just check it out at globalnews.ca. Over the past year, reporters at Global News have reviewed more than 79,000 water tests in 33 different cities right across this country, from one end to the other. And what they found is that hundreds of thousands of Canadians have been unknowingly exposed to lead in potentially dangerous concentrations, and some of them right here in BC, as a matter of fact. So in this Global News report, they discussed how cities are using the flush test to determine the amount of lead in drinking water. That test, though, has come under criticism because in order to test if there is lead in the water, they have to leave the tap running for five minutes before obtaining a sample Now, is that how you pour your glass of water out of the tap? Do you leave your water running for five minutes before you actually pour yourself that glass of water? I'm guessing that you don't. But despite that criticism, uh, Global Reporters still did use the flush test for their reporting. Have a listen. Even based on flush tests, lead levels in Montreal still reached an average comparable to levels in Flint when similar testing was done there. In Prince Rupert, British Columbia, and three cities in Saskatchewan, the investigation found that average lead levels exceeded Health Canada's guideline of five parts per billion
1: you know in montreal like people were getting tested by the city they were told because of the testing method used that they had a low level or an acceptable level and then we went back and tested with different methods that are uh, that are recommended by health canada and we found much higher levels so i think it's, a, it's an issue about transparency versus secrecy
0: Yeah, so there's a lot to be concerned about here. So if you want to read the full analysis and everything that they found, go to the website, globalnews.ca, and you can get all of the information. But what was clear, though, is that there are many communities across the country who have this problem. We wanted to talk about Metro Vancouver, what our water system is like here. So joining us now is Inder Singh, Director of Policy, Planning and Analysis of Water Services at Metro Vancouver. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: You're very welcome. Good morning.
0: I guess you're probably getting a lot of questions about this
1: today, I would imagine. Well, I happen to be uh, actually in in a meeting right now that I'm chairing and pulling up for this interview. So, yes, we've got lots of questions coming in.
0: Okay. So, first and foremost, is there lead in the drinking water of Metro Vancouver?
1: Well, Metro Vancouver source waters have uh, negligible, if not any, amount of lead uh, in it. And the lead is actually an issue within the distribution system. So. The drinking water will only have lead if it has been exposed to it um, from the source to the tap.
0: Right. So when it's leaving the source, there's no lead. But what you're saying is the pipes are the problem.
1: The pipes or any of the um, particular fixtures that might be associated with that distribution system. So the pipes themselves actually are not a major concern either because they're not usually made out of lead material. Uh, when it comes to the local distribution system, it's mostly around um, the types of connections, whether they're made with um, lead types of connections or solder that's used to connect pipes and also the actual faucet fixtures themselves could have potential lead because there's a brass component that used to use lead before in some of the older versions.
0: Right, that sounds like though it can be so random then who might find lead in their drinking water.
1: Exactly, so if you were in a in a newer premise where a lot of the, the lead is not there as part of the premise plumbing because a lot of changes have evolved as lead has been identified in systems, and there's been several changes to the plumbing code to eliminate lead, but it's really site-specific.
0: Okay, so then how would people know then, Ender, if, if this is something that impacts them?
1: Well, the only way to know for sure would, would be uh, based upon your individual tap sample, because as I mentioned, uh, Metro Vancouver's source waters and water that's transmitted through the major transmission system would not detect any lead, likely the distribution systems themselves and a lot of the municipal systems wouldn't either, but really the lead issue would show up at the tap. So it's really a premise uh, plumbing issue and the only way to find out would be to have your water specifically tested.
0: Right. So does that mean that it re- so it's up to the individual homeowner because if it's a system-wide problem, we know it's not a system-wide problem.
1: And that's correct because there's an um, extensive amount of sampling that is done, both at the Metro Vancouver transmission system as well as the municipal distribution system, but obviously uh, premise plumbing is not tested routinely on that basis. And so the the best way to find out if you have an issue is to look into that. And as you've uh, also alerted, it's a lot to do with the contact time. Lead uh, essentially is not there unless it has a chance to have contact with the water for a significant period of time. So it's usually these first flush samples that are highest in terms of lead levels.
0: So if you have an older home, um, is it, should you be doing the flush test then? Should you be, like, letting your water run before you drink it?
1: Uh, it's, um, again, an idea that without knowing, uh, you'd be potentially not um, using water wisely. So that's obviously a bit of a concern from that perspective. Yeah. But health is also a significant issue as well, right? So with respect to your, your, your premise plumbing, if you're not aware of exactly what um, is in it, if you've had the plumbing recently replaced, then you probably would not have uh, much of an issue, but if, even if it's an older home. But if it has the original plumbing that still has a lot of um, lead-based solder, as an example, and some of the older brass fixtures that were more higher in terms of lead content, those are all potential sources where that water could be coming out in those first flush samples.
0: Uh, do we know how old a home has to be before this is a concern?
1: Well, it would be, again, the... Changes that took place happened uh, a couple of decades ago, so it would have to be something much older than that.
0: Right, so really then people have to pay for their individual testing. That seems like a bit scary though, doesn't
1: it? Well, it's uh, again one of those issues where it's a matter of the exposure and the risk, and Health Canada does obviously a very good job in terms of raising that as an awareness issue. So, five parts per billion is a pretty low number and uh, it was actually quite low even when it was at 10. However, we know the, the consequences of that are, are quite significant as far as, especially when it comes to um, children, those that are more potentially exposed to, to its negative effects, which are clearly there. And um, it is important for people to understand exactly what their, their water is like. And again, given the variability, the only way to be very sure about that is to understand what's in your actual water. And also how it's used so that when I talk about flushing, and I think I heard earlier in the program, uh, five minutes was being talked about. It's really how long does it take for that stagnant water that happens to be in the faucet fixture and the immediate plumbing upstream of that to clear its way through the, um, through the pipe. And that may only take um, a minute or two as opposed to five minutes.
0: Right. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much for the advice today.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much for having me.
0: That's interesting. Director of Policy, Planning and Analysis of Water Services at Metro Vancouver